Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us. Who are the rest of us? Well, we are the people that uh, don't make it to a movie on opening weekend to then subsequently record a podcast and release it on time. So uh, what am I doing here? I am releasing a lost episode. Hmm. The Ghostbusters episode. Uh, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 and everything around it and everything in between. Uh, originally recorded many a month back, many a moon ago, with two very good people, James Schuler and Jimmy Golden Cadillac Johnson, respectively. And it was a good discussion. Um, but for whatever reason, we had some technical difficulties, as they say, and the sound is not good. You'll hear it. I hear it. Tried my best to salvage it. Did what we could, and we pressed on. Not a whole lot of edits on this one. It's not that clean. It's a little raw. It's a little rough around the edges, but here we are on the raggedy edge. So, without further ado, here it is. Just a little present from me to you, from me to your ears. Listen and enjoy. Remember, whatever we said on this show is just fiction. Thank you for listening, and uh, enjoy the show. Utah, give me two. And here we go. Thundercats, ho! Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. <laughs> you Greenpeace types are pacifists, aren't you? If it bleeds, we can kill it. And yet, it's... Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Klopek. What is that, Slavic? No. About a nine on the tension scale, rope. This is a little bell I ring when someone's being a total ass. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You no good. Hold on, everybody stop. Just everybody, hold stop. on. Everybody, hey. please, guys. Now, <laughs> are you about to seriously tell another story? Because... There's been three stories told right now, and we haven't recorded any of it. So right, right now we're recording, okay? This is the start of the podcast. So so is this the thing? Go ahead. Yeah, I got, like, a bunch of stories. For what? No, yeah, no. but is this, like, what is this pinky. one? All right, so back to the Here's pinky. pinky. Like, so I broke my pinky. No, I thought I broke my pinky. Right. Hit a cement thing riding my bike. A cement. There it is with that cement again. Cement. <laughs> you got to put that emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllabi. Um, like police. <laughs> it is like police. I do the same thing with naked. It's like naked or naked. Naked. It's like naked. Comes like an E or naked. Naked. Yeah. Naked. Water. Water. Gives an R. Water. No wash. Yogurt. It's not water. Yogurt. It's it's R wash that I wash. It's in the wash. Me me papa. Me me mama. That's alright. I say I say crowns instead of crayons. I say I say crowns. And and when I say crayons, I'm like crayons. Because I purposely try to crayon. You know, it's like February. You know, no. Wow, just Wednesday. Trickle down over here. <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> We're just pronouncing things. <laughs> Yeah, we are. That's all this podcast is. It's, it's just de-evolved, you know? We're just we're not even going to talk about anything anymore. We're just going to sing words. This is the words podcast. We got an email just, just now, like a live email, as if we're like live on the air. So let's read it. This will be the intro. Uh, you totally... This Oh, this is an email from <laughs> Kelly 
I probably, I'm just going to read this live without even reading it ahead of time. So it could be something like along the lines of, yes. hey, there's a guy in your backyard. He's about to come in there and kill you. I see him right now. I don't know why she would take the time to write the email instead of just calling one of us. But here it goes. Email from Kelly. You totally need to give James shit for not telling me about this podcast. I so would have called in or loved to have been on this one. I literally watched Ghostbusters 2 last night. Huh. I wonder why she's talking about Ghostbusters. Thoughts. Two isn't better than one, obviously. But parts one, I liked about, you know what? Hey, we're going to get back to this. Let's get back to this when we actually get into the meat and the potatoes. Yeah, we'll get back to it. Kelly, we'll get back to you. Does anybody have a dirty limerick to help start this thing off? James? I'm a drummer. <laughs> you are a drummer. I yes, went, you are. I went dad on that one. I was like, a pig fell in mud. Well, I'm beating my... Like it owes me money. Before, Welcome to Comic Con. You son of a walk on my intro again. <laughs> Welcome to Comic Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are among the rest of us. Well, just the people who don't take this shit that seriously, apparently. My name is Nick Stevens. I'm your host with me today. Returning guest, James Schuler with the Hal Jordan Glass. And Jimmy Golden Cadillac Johnson with the I don't know what you're with drinking. My oh, what is it? It's bi. Bi? Bi. Are you drinking some bi? <laughs> I don't know. B A I? No, I like it. Bi. Bi. I feel like there should be a little squeamish Asian boy in the corner screaming, Bye! <laughs> Every time. No? <laughs> you can laugh out loud a little bit so the audience doesn't think I'm just like going. <laughs> If I laughed out loud, I would have spit my bile all over your computer. So. You're going to spit your bile all over me? I'll take your bile on my face any day of the week, my friend. Oh, it's going to be one of those. What, what are we talking about today besides bile? We are talking about uh, two movies. Not just one. Not just two. Are we talking two about movies. two movies or the whole world? Uh, the Ghost of Busters. Okay. Ghostbusters. And yeah, actually, get, like, I mean, talking about like just the broad span of the world. The broad span of the world. The whole Ghostbusters world. The, the cartoons, comics, those things. Everything. The whole enchilada, if you will. So to start things off, I'm just going to tell a little story. I don't know so much about the first one, 1984. Watched it, of course, when it came out later in life, you know. But I mean, I was just a little kid when it came out. But I do recall the cartoon. You know, and I used to think the cartoon actually came out before said movies. Because as a kid, I just grew up on the cartoon, had the toys. The real Ghostbusters. The, the real, real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yes. Do we need to actually talk about the other cartoon that came out before the real like, Ghostbusters? I don't think many of the people listening will even remember that anyway. They like, had a, they had a, they had a gorilla. Like, well, I was going to say, it was like Grape Ape, wasn't it? <laughs> like, I mean, apparently there was a show, a live action show in 1975, where there was a live action group of people chasing after ghosts yeah, but it was so like, it was two like a dudes and a gorilla yeah and but it was live action yeah yeah I, I saw it on YouTube yeah but then there was a cartoon <laughs> and I said two people and a gorilla right. <laughs> then the movies then then the real Ghostbusters the real Ghostbusters one of the best cartoons Saturday morning cartoons ever yeah absolutely yeah chicka 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 down out so let's do it let's dive in let's dive in alright where are we going to start uh, I guess we could start. What was your first memory of this uh, of this world of, of the movies, the cartoons? What was you know? Give it to me. Lay it on me. All right, that's All the right. show, kids. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> All right, 
I guess for me, yeah. Um, I didn't know who's going first. No. I saw the first movie in theaters um, as a kid. Yeah. And so it was like me, my cousins, little brother. Yeah, I mean, it was a family thing. So we all went out there to check it out. And, you know, everybody was instantly hooked. Oh, I love it. You know, it. you just... I love it. You know, when you leave the theater as a little kid, y'all are just jazzed up. Everybody's trying to catch ghosts. And, like, it was... I think it probably was. Was this like a special preview? Because, like, 1984, like, they would have had to carry you out of the theater. Dollar theater. <laughs> they, <Yeah>. So they, <laughs> they were. It they, was new. It was a dollar. It was a, it was a re release, probably. I swear I was. Or maybe, or maybe it there's, came out. There's, there's no way you would have seen it. They like. get things late <laughs> at the dollar theater. Not four years <laughs> late. <laughs> what county you live in? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Okay, so you, same thing? I didn't see it. And by you, you know, Jimmy with the face. Um, Jimmy with the what? Jimmy with the face. <laughs> you, you, the guy with the face over there. Yeah. I want to go there. <laughs> the guy drinking by. <laughs> um, but, I don't, I didn't see it in theaters. Never saw it in theaters. But I just remember growing up like this, Blues Brothers, and um, a few other movies yeah. that are around those time frames, like, just grew up, we had them in the house all the time. Right. So, so it was a household thing. Yeah, someone yeah, was yeah, always yeah. watching it or yeah, it was yeah, always yeah. on the TV. Kind of I was way too young for the first one to really remember it right when it came out. I might, I'm sure I saw it when it came out on VHS, you know. But I was seven when I saw the second one in theaters. And I remember I was so blown because we were in the States on limited time only, on homely, so to speak. And my little sister had to go ahead and get her collarbone broken the night we were supposed to see Ghostbusters 2. And I said, this bitch going to fuck it up for the rest of us? And you better believe, even seven years old, grown-ass seven-year-old kid, throwing a tantrum like a toddler never before seen, it was embarrassing. Just giving it to I, gave it to I did have the action figures from all the real Ghostbusters. Okay, yes. all right. Um, and when I went over to my grandfather's house... Um, the toys his, were great. His daughter, which I guess yeah. was my aunt, but... They were so great. Um, she had the... The Echo One. Okay. So that was cool. And then I had a friend um, that I go over to his house hang out with him too. And he had the whole, like, he was a rich friend. He had, like, the whole. Oh, God. One of those. The firehouse. Sean Limley. See? Sean Limley. (laughs) See, so, like, for us, we had all the proton packs, the traps, the PKE meters, the. Oh, that's awesome. And we would actually, like, um, my granddad actually went out and bought us jumpsuits. So we had brown jumpsuits. And then had like wow. the proton pack toys wow. and all that stuff. And um, my cousin's dad built us a containment field, a uh, containment center yeah, yeah, yeah. in the house. Yeah, so yeah. we would go catch ghosts and then yeah, yeah, deposit, awesome. yeah, deposit ghosts in the containment field. So it was cool. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we lived that shit. I like it. The the opening scene of the first movie. Watching it again now. I mean, I've seen I've seen the first one way more than the second one. And I think I might actually enjoy the second one a little bit more than the first one, but I'll get into that in a little bit. But the first one is the better one, I think. Oh, overall. I mean, just yeah. even if, even objectively, even if you like the second one more as a fan, the first one is just a better, I think, film. Yeah. But the op- I mean, that opening alone with the yeah. creepy music, the theremin, the and you're like, what kind of movie are we watching? Like, yeah, exactly. You don't. Know it almost, much, it's almost like a horror movie at first. And it still holds up for creep back. Still holds yeah, up, like right? when that lady, yeah. yeah, like her whole, yeah, 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 yeah. like you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Lady. 
And then, um, I mean, the special effects, they still hold up pretty well. Yeah, you know? yeah, they look good. Um, yeah, man, the opening scene. And then and then, this, and then the music comes in, and we meet all the characters. Oh, he's drinking that bike. You wanna... And the way they introduce us to these characters, you know, to Bankman, to Spangler, to Ray, you know, they're all friends, and they're kind of like, they're almost degenerates. They're almost like, like they're obviously in a respected field, but they're not in a respected, they're not respected in the field that they're in. You know what I'm saying? But even them, like Bateman, like when you're introduced to his character, yeah, he doesn't really take it very seriously either. Like, no. Like, no. I mean, he he's using his profession as a college professor to hit on right, like, exactly. like college yeah. students. And why wouldn't he? No? Not in this I climate. No, no, it's not, no, it's not no, good for the climate? No, Too soon? No, not in this climate. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but Spangler and Ray are obviously clearly buds, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they kind of shoehorn Sigourney Weaver's character in there a little bit, you know? Just, you know, a little bit. No, it's just kind of, just kind of necessary. Well, I mean, I'm just saying they kind of like throw her into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's just... more thrown into the situation because of what happens to her. Just because, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Right. Wait, what happens to her again? How does she? How does she meet them again? I just she, I just she her apartment. She, yeah, her apartment. Haunted. Right, haunted. that's the whole bit. That's it right there. <laughs> that's it. Gozer, Zul, the whole nine and the whole nine yards. Yeah, right. I got you. Are you the key master? I'm Zul. <laughs> um, but yeah. Are you Gozer? No. Her her Straight eggs start in, cooking uh, on the counter by themselves. That's... Yeah, so... That's, I do the same thing. When there's something creaking or bumping in the night, the first thing I got to do is call. Right, exactly. So, yeah, so, you know, she saw the ad on TV. Right. And was like, all right, gave him a call. Of course, Vankman shows up. Just doing some Vankman shit. Yeah. The piano. You know? I hate that. Yeah. And then with the little air pressure pump thing where mm-hmm. he's just walking mm-hmm. around, you know, just getting his Mac on. Um but no, it was it was good. The, the way the movie you know progressed, yeah. they they told everyone's story. I think like character, just character development was there. Yeah, um, I like how they throw us into that world already. Like these guys are already friends. Yeah, even if they kind of like, even if Bankman kind of gives them a hard time because he's he thinks they're kind of like he's the they're cool, a little too well, he's dirty. The cool, he's the cool. He's yeah. the cool scientist out of right. the Yeah, right. He's a scientist, but he never studied. You know, exactly. He was just he naturally studied. smart. You know. Yeah. Well, no, he was a psychologist. The other two were more. The they were the sciences. Well, see, they're doctors. Yeah, right. They're all doctors. You know, they had the doctor. They had their PhD. But exactly. there's a lot of people have PhDs. Doesn't mean. I don't know, man. <laughs> I want them doctoring on me. I ain't, I ain't got no PhD. Yeah. <laughs> every villain in God. Amen. Every villain in God does have a PhD. And in Spider Man, mm-hmm. they may be crime written, but they have the best education. Best Amen. education. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's yeah. So it's wild. So they're finally starting to get jobs, like. You know, yeah, their first job, their first job is Slimer, right? Is it in that, is in that the hotel? Oh, hotel? yeah, in the, the ballroom. ballroom scene. I mean, that's got to be one of the greatest scenes of all time. I remember playing that scene like over and over again, like as a kid, like yeah. just specifically the hallway scene too. When Ray first when sees Slimer, the, yeah, and the cigarettes just sticking to his mouth. <laughs> Everybody like, smokes. This everyone, movie. yeah, and they're drinking. Is, and they're smoking. This is like it's like the first Turtles movie. Yeah, like it's just dark and it's cussing and right. Like, all that shit before they had to clean it up before they got real popular. So for the folks at home, for the kids at home that actually wanted us to spend a lot of time talking about the 1975 live action show, you're out of luck because we really don't know that much about nope. it. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'll play a clip of it at some point. I probably don't care. <laughs> just, I'll check it but out. What's cool about this is not only is this a, an original concept if you ignore the previous iterations, like mm-hmm. this is actually a pretty original concept 
And yeah. the fact that it's made by Ivan Reitman and then Dan, written by Dan Aykroyd and mm-hmm. Harold, Harold Ramis. Ramis. Yeah. You got some, yeah, you got some uh, uh, Second City SNL alums writing this movie yeah. that doesn't really fit into that kind of world, but it, it works. It totally fucking works. And Ray's not playing like a hilarious over the top character. He says, he has some funny lines. He's but, just a nerdy dude. Right, yeah. Well, and the chemistry just works. Is this coming off of Stripes? It might be, yeah. It might man, be. I know Animal House is seventy eight with yeah. Redman and Ramis, but he's not the straightforward, you know, comic relief as much as you would think for someone like Dan Aykroyd being who he was on SNL. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not. He's more of like more the, the bumbling, like real, just serious, like right. nerd. Right, is what his character is. But James, you were talking about how they they're blowing up their business, and then of course, who do they get? Who, who comes in because they need to get another guy? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, your man Winston shows up. <laughs> you know, this is the best interview process ever. Of course. And they were just like, they told you him go see some weird shit. And he was like, <laughs> you pay, right? So, how can how, you not how, respect that? How accurate is that for, I mean, 100%. a man coming in, doesn't know anything about a job. It, he he kind of had a blue collar look to him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he had some, he, he had, just, you know, he had he just plumber found mustache. And the paper. Yeah. You know, he was like, ah, fuck it. I'll try it. I'll try anything yeah. once. And then they were just yeah. like, this, this, and this. And he's like, all right. Yeah. As long as you pay, let's where'd, go. Where'd they get, um, <clears throat> where'd they get Annie Potts from, the, the secretary? It's never really I think she, Yeah, I think she just she showed up, up when the firehouse showed up. Yeah. yeah. Just she's just she's just established. Yeah. I love that scene when they're looking at the place as their new perspective home, and it's out of whack and it's under renovated and, and it needs all kinds of improvements. And they're all like, "I don't and Dan know." Dan Aykroyd's like, "Not the pole." <laughs> He's a slut. We gotta get this. I just thought of our group of friends. Can we stay here tonight? And okay. I thought of like me like seeing that pole and being like, is, "Does it work?" And then being like, "Oh, we should probably stay here tonight just to test it out." And then like I just pictured you being like, "Oh hell no!" Oh my god, dude. Okay. Because you're clearly Bankman in this movie. Yes. You know? Yeah. You are. Let's face oh, I'm it. I'm totally Bankman. Yeah. You know? And I'm, and I'm Ray all the way. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm whichever one might have slept with the toaster, the Uzi. The, 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 you're Ray. Right. Yeah, you're Okay. Right. Is that maybe Egon or Winston? <laughs> Which one you want? I think it was Egon. I think it was Egon that slept with the Uzi. But anyway, we'll separate. Oh, no, it was. That. You're right. It was Egon. It's always the quiet ones. Yeah, because that's yeah, the, 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 the thing they talk about that. Um. How do you feel like Slimer, Slimer looks in this movie when you first saw him? I mean, obviously when you first saw him as a kid, you were like, holy shit. But like, even yeah. now, he still looks good, right? Even now, I think he still looks good. Um, because a lot of the technology, I think, whatever they used then, and I jumped to like 95, 94, like the movie Casper, and that's yeah. totally off subject, but like they were doing the same kind of like CGI-like kind of It's like almost like a projection. Yeah, 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 projection kind yeah. of thing. And even the 2016... Ghostbusters yeah. with Slimer was almost done so similar yeah, to that. Kind of just yeah. not they had a little bit more CGI of course but I still thought it was really good yeah, he still yeah. holds up yeah yeah. dude the ending on this movie they pull out all the stops just explosions I mean just <laughs> the boy Stay Puft Marshmallow the Stay Puft fucking Marshmallow I just man. Love, I love the banter between all of them the yeah. chemistry between all of the actors in this movie mm-hmm. were it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Everybody See, was put that, on put point. Put that a little bit close to you between you guys. Yeah. Everybody was on point. They were hitting their marks. Um, you know, like um, like one of my favorite lines in the movie was when Gozer finally showed up and was just like, are you a god? 
And of course, Ray and Ray Fashion was like, no. Then die. Wow. Yeah, and then Winston. Winston's like, if anybody <laughs> asks you, you, you're dirty. You say yes. 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 <laughs> He's like, what the fuck's wrong? Well, even Just like, lie. well, even God the banter damn. going back to the ballroom scene. When Egon says, wait, 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 this is the first ghost they're about to capture. They haven't even used this equipment yet, really, in real life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Egon says, wait, 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 wait. Whatever you do, don't cross the streams. And they're like, why? Why? And Venkman's like, hold up, hold up. Seriously, what, what could happen? He's like, it's bad. How bad? And he goes into this yeah. quick-winded uh, explanation what? of how the world will basically, you know, the world will basically destroy itself mm-hmm. and all time and space continuum, as you know, will just collapse. Okay, so that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And they just move right on from that. And just, then Dagon had to try to pull a, of course. a tablecloth of and try right. to keep the glasses standing. Right. That's what I was saying. I think the other two were the scientists because they seem to have tested all the equipment to like make sure it works and what it's doing. And the first time Beckman's ever seen the equipment is when it's thrown on his back to like right. actually be in the ballroom. Absolutely. But I guess it, more as the leader, he's kind of like, all right. Was that was Winston with him at that point? No, 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 no that was that was their first Winston. one, and then once that happens, they start to grow up, and that's or get What's bigger. Up? So the first ghost that Winston sees, then I don't remember. First one, Winston. Sees. Is he just there to see like the think, shit when it, when yeah. it happens, like the main shit? No, no, he. They go through a process, you know. They do the whole the is montage. The, montage, yeah, the yeah, first one or the second? No, they had the montage in this one, so you know. There's a montage just, in the second one for sure. Yeah. So yes. just catch and goes, catch and goes, catch and goes. But I don't even know Winston's in that. Because when they show them on the magazine, it's just the three of them. Hmm. The montage the brought Winston. Yeah, the montage brought Winston. Gotcha. Yeah, but they don't really gotcha. show Winston's first ghost or anything. I feel like the first time he sees some real shit is like the end with Wazul. After, no, after no, Sigourney Weaver's possessed. and No, because remember they got arrested by the douchebag who shut them down. Peck. Oh, Peck. right. Right, right, right. And like when he was talking to let's, the, he let's was talking talk about Peck. This, this is the first movie that I can remember that tries to make every kid in America hate the EPA. Yep. When the EPA is supposed to be like on your side, like he was a dick. He was a dick. He does not make the EPA look good. No. Side note, little trivia. Apparently, people hated his role so much in in the movie when it came out that they'd see this actor, this poor actor on the streets, and they'd give him such a hard time, like they just shit all over him, they throw garbage at him. Just, like, be re- just right? because they hated that the like, role he, he played. He was that good he was at so his role. Yeah, right? he's really good at playing that that role. He plays a dick in another movie. Oh, real genius! Is that real genius? He plays an asshole in that. He plays the asshole in Die Hard. I was about to say he is die, the Die Hard. Yeah, he's, said, like, he's he, a reporter in Die Hard that gets punched <clears throat> by Bonnie Bedella. You know, and so that's Die Hard. What Die Hard too? That's what I'm saying. He, your 80s was just being a jerk, so no wonder people come yeah, up Yeah, man. I feel like, actually, I feel like the every Ghostbusters movie, you're movie like, and the Die Hard movie punch. are in the same universe. They're in the same universe. Yeah, they're, they're in the same universe. Because you even have Al from Family Matters showing up in, uh, in Ghostbusters. Yeah. And he was a cop. Yeah. That's was right. He a cop in Family Matters, too. I think he was. <laughs> he was. And then it all came crashing to an end when he shot that kid in Die Hard. Mm. And they put through, they threw him back out he on the beach. He his gun again. No. He's actually called Al Pal in a different movie when he plays a cop as well. I can't remember really? what movie it is. What's that actor's name? Reginald. Reginald something. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, mm. it's definitely Reginald something. And the reason I say that is I just saw Brooklyn Nine-Nine and he was in that episode because, you know, um, Andy Samberg's favorite movie is Die Hard. Right. And part of his bachelor party was he had to meet Reginald somewhere to give him like some kind of thing that's fantastic yeah. that's funny 
Uh, yeah, so the EPA is bad. They shut this thing down. The ghosts are getting out. It's raining cats and dogs. Nick Cannon is hilarious. He don't pay the bills. Um, so yeah, they shut it down. Big explosion. Kaboom. All the ghosts are free. Nice right. 80s music right there. That Dude, it's great. Oh, that really like creepy The song. whole countdown when it's yeah. beeping. Yeah. Then, oh, shit. I just love the whole concept of capturing any entity in that little trap box that they have mm-hmm. and then storing it in that big thing. And even even when I would watch the cartoon as a kid, I was always enthralled by the idea because the cartoon explored that. They would sometimes take you into that little chamber. Because it was endless. It was right. like another dimension. Right. right. It was another dimension, yeah. yeah. And it was just so, so fascinating to me. I was like, oh, I could just I could watch a whole like, goddamn so movie just, about you that. You just built a gate to another dimension right. up in, in your firehouse? Like, yo, that kind that of could be, that's, that's That would makes be an episode or movie itself, like, right. one of them being trapped within the dimension. One might even say, yeah, and maybe pitch it at the end of the show, that that could be a possible Ghostbusters movie that they should have done when they did oh. it. See, for, mm-hmm. Traveling to the ghost dimension. That would be dope. Right? I mean, come on. It's like, it's like when Flash goes to the Speed Force. I could watch episodes for days about just the Speed Force. Yeah. Like, I don't care about Star City or... Central City or yeah, whatever. Star Lab, <laughs> Nora. But even which one's Star City? Green Arrow. Yeah. No. no. He's dead. What what city is he in? Yeah, I thought it was Star City. Starling. 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 No. Oh. I don't know. Is it Star City? But I thought he's different. It's okay. Yeah. Like the show is like Starling. We're gonna get more emails next. Star These guys are talking about DC shit again. We can't stop. Because every time you guys are on, we're talking about DC. Well, I was actually going to say Ant-Man, too. Mm. Um, going into... The Quantum Realm. The Quantum Realm. Like Not to be confused kinda... with Quantum Leaps for days. That was my shit. Of course it was. I loved Yes, Green Arrow. Starling. So, for the listeners, James is actually doing a pantomime, so to speak, of... With with some noise, yeah. of, uh, you know, good old Al playing, yeah, playing sure. Ziggy. That was my shit. They can never figure it out in time. No, it's like where are we? He was always like, hold on, and Iggy, hold on. Ziggy hold always on. had a glitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, where are you? I don't know. Mm. Hold on. Speaking of uh, speaking of Ziggy and glitches, so this movie ends and it's just like phenomenal, like a phenomenal ending. I don't yeah, even get don't mad. Don't skip over Rick Moranis. Like, well, hold on. Well, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. We are not linear. We are, <laughs> and we are not doing sleeper scene with this guy. We do got to talk about Rick Moranis. I'm sorry. You're right. He's the lowly accountant neighbor, always trying to snuggle up to Sigourney Weaver, because who wouldn't back in the days? You know what I mean? She's not having it. He's got a hell of a blonde at his party. Tries to dance with her. She kind of gets excited, but the door rings, and it's, mm. you know, the local. Big-ass dog. <laughs> who robbed the dog? Yeah, who but that <laughs> dog, that dog, right? I mean, even that, it worked in this movie. You know, I watched that, and it this doesn't. claymation, barking-ass dog. It is claymation. It's, but it's, it was great. Ain't got it no was hind terrifying legs. as a child. <laughs> it was, it was terrifying as a child. I was like. He yeah. gets possessed. She gets possessed. And by she, I mean Dana. He's the key. Mm-hmm. She's the gatekeeper. So, like, thinking of keys and I think he's the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Like, they no, he's the key like, master. Yeah. You yeah. have to be, like, together to they had the bring yeah. it on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, they had to get that swerve on. They get that swirl on. Get that swerve on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or it's like Captain Planet. 
Yeah, you know, they had to combine their little key powers and their powers combined. Then a mullet showed up. Then a mullet showed up. A mullet does she show did. up. A mullet did show up. I yeah. forgot her name. Goza has a mullet. Her name was like Worskowski, B.I. Worskowski or something like that. Kathleen Turner movie. That's Goza, right? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. I, I tried to look her up on IMDb. <laughs> I, I, she doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. I looked up her name. Not. Yeah. It was her only movie. Did you guys know that they like used an actual like set, like with little model cars? For the Stay Puff Marshmallow scene. So that's actually like. Like Power Rangers? Yeah. Basically. Much. That's cool. So it's, it's cool, right? Like, like so Godzilla. A, a dude like, in a suit. Kind yeah, of it was a dude in a suit, and then they shot it back, scaled it back, yeah. and then they used whipped cream for the, uh, the explosions. It's okay. not real marshmallow, unfortunately. And of course, so. that was Ray's fault, too. Right. Fucking Ray. Ray fucks everything. The idea like, that, that, the, that the thing is that. The idea that the thing that's going to end them, like the great enemy, is, a giant is whatever thought that they come, you know, yeah, whatever thought everybody that comes clear, to mind. Everybody clear their heads. How can you really do that? Like, it just popped in there. I would never be able to do that. Mine, yeah, mine, that's why you're right. All right. Mine would have been what, like, what, uh, what, what, what do you have thought? It would have been a 50 foot hot ass black woman, like butt naked <laughs> in the, in, you know, you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, nah, we can't do that. They'd like pick something else. Because I, I, cause I, cause if I try to I thought you were different there. I know. I, I thought yeah, about it. I guess. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it. I mean, just, just smash the <laughs> I mean, it, it would be. It, they'd be, be taking their titties and wow. You know? Wow. That's, like this, is why, yeah, this is why you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say this. I do like the second one more um, than the first, even though I know that the first one is technically was, better. I, I like... I like the elements of the second one, I think, because the second one brought more of a creep factor to it. Like the scene in the... In the tra- underground train. Yeah, where tunnels, you know, yeah. Winston's like, when they're all like yelling, hey, hey, and then Winston's like, hey, and then that voice says Winston, and all the heads <laughs> on the, like, the yeah. stake. Well, I think their relationship is tighter in the second one. Mm-hmm. I think well, because like, he's part of the group now. Right. He's not just a dude who works there. Right. Now he's... Like him, yeah, he's yeah, he's. He, I mean, he, it he starts off with him and Ray entertaining kids at a at birthday party. You know, Sing, yeah, singing Ghostbusters, and then just like because that's they're more of a party joke now because, because they, they caught all the ghosts, right? They caught all the ghosts and they caught the bill. And I love that too because no other movie explores like when the superheroes destroy the city. You know, I mean, they've explored a little bit in the Marvel universe, but yeah, nobody gets yeah. slapped with a bill. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, hey, by the way, guys, by the city, and thanks for saving the city, but. You blew up a building. Somebody's got to pay for this shit. Who's going to pay, yeah. for, pay for all this marshmallow this, removal? This is a historical you know? building. Right. <laughs> so, which by the way, flashback, when they're in jail, they somehow re- it somehow revealed that building was... Some kind of demon or some kind of ancient... Like somebody had murdered somebody there some, and like done ritual magic. Yeah, some... We didn't watch the movies, yeah. kids. Back to right. like just the humor in it too. When everybody in the jail is like listening. Yeah. And Fagman's like, so you better watch out. <laughs> yeah. like, and just start singing to all of them because, like, everybody in the jail is like, what is going on? Watch out! He's coming. <laughs> the end is nigh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. But the second one, the second one was wild. It was a good time. Yeah, it I mean, you got, you got Vigo. You know? That's a creepy son of a bitch. <laughs> you got, you got Jovan Pano. Yeah. Who's, he, he, was just, yeah, he was creepy. He was creepy. Yeah. When he took the baby. 
It's funny, you know, you know sometimes like, hey, yeah, every time I try to get to sort of know you and take you out to dinner, it's always, you're always busy. <laughs> Does my breast stink or something? Right, so yeah, Annie Potts, she got a bigger, she got a bigger part. She in got it. a bigger part? Like, uh, she was kind of sweating on uh, Egon's nuts in the first one, but she switched right over to Rick Moranis. Yeah, that, yeah, she didn't really fuck with Egon no more. Egon was not playing it. Yeah, she was like, all right. He was too busy snuggled up to that ooze. Mm. Oh. Pouring that ooze down his pants. The, um, and then toasters. <laughs> toasters. The pol- uh, is it, hey, was anybody else kind of thought that Andy Potts was kind of kind of hot? Yeah, this one. yeah, right. right. me too, yeah. me too. She's, Especially in the second she's one, attractive. I'm hot in the second yeah, one. I know, right? Yeah. The courthouse scene was really cool, right? That guy who plays a judge, great character actor. Can't remember his name. Sorry, kids listening. Any fans allowed? I don't that actor emails the show, but but he's yeah. great. He's always great. When he starts yelling and screaming, because they find and they were like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and don't. Like I think Winston was kind of lucky of being a hired on employee because he's not having to be in the courtroom scene. Yep. Because right. he's not the owner of the business. He's not. Right. Yeah. He's like, I just work for him. Yeah, he's not the responsible <laughs> That's party. That's a good point. I forgot he's not in that courtroom Because he's not in that courtroom scene. It's really... I just figured they couldn't get Ernie, Hed- Ernie Hudson on set that day, and they just kind of wrote him out of the scene. <laughs> well, no, because like Rodney King. Yeah, you're shirt, right. Because so Ernie, like, we just like, he's running late. I don't know where Ernie was, but he wasn't. <laughs> was he? He's never here on time. Was he, was he in the street scene when they were going right out? I thought it was just the two of them. Um, because no, like no. Egon is lowering Ray down, and then Bankman comes off on the plea. Because that's it's what Ray, it's Ray Egon and and. Uh, and Bankman. It's all three of them. Yeah. So yeah, um, Winston... Because they strap reasons. on the the, the protein packs and they, they just have their suits on. They don't have their, their Ghostbusters suits on. They yeah. just have like, certain ties I'm, on. I'm talking about the street. That's why, they, that's why they're in the, the courtroom. Is because... Because they're the ones drilling. They drill the hole. Right, Winston's not drilling. And, and, yeah. and got lowered down. So I guess... So that's let's, let's back it up. Us. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. So the whole point of this movie is that there's some ooze under the city the entire time. And this ooze has been feeding off the negative vibes of the city and getting more and more powerful, uh, it gets involved with Dana again by touching her baby's carriage and then getting into her apartment again somehow because uh, it goes in her bathtub at one point and it's like slime is in her oh, yeah, bathtub. Yeah. So it's like, again, we use her as like the central figure for like involving the Ghostbusters, which it works, it works. She's got a baby now because she got married uh, five years after the first one. Yeah, because her and Bakeman did not work out. They did not work out. Or he was just, he was just emotionally distant, mm-hmm. which who isn't? You know, we're dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so she marries this guy, probably the same jerk off from the first one that she's talking to. Um, the violinist, yeah, or the cello player, yeah, the cellist or whatever the hell, yeah. yeah. But he goes up because he gets a gig. He ditches her with the baby, mm-hmm. and that's a cute ass baby. I'll say it because I'm a papa. What's that, James? Fuck them kids. Oh, damn. Not the kids. Fuck the kids. So, with that scene, when they're drilling into the fucking cement to get down into the slime, and the cop stops them, and Bakeman comes out, he's like, whoa, whoa, what do you think over here? And they're backing each other up. That is friendship right there. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're in it. They don't all want to be there. No. But they're just, Bankman sure as hell doesn't want to be there. Well, no. But they say they got to go in there. But they get it done. And it's right outside, like, I guess they tracked it because of the baby carriage, right? Yeah, Yeah, it was where the baby carriage stopped. Okay, so that's where the central... Yeah, you know, trying to get, like, the ooze sample and all that shit, and then it grabs them, and people get dragged in. Dude, that was creepy when I first saw that in the theaters. Yeah, because, and, like, he's like, guys, and and it just keeps reaching up, pulling the thing down. 
Is Vigo a better villain than Zul? Probably in the sense of... A little, more screen, a little more screen time? Yeah. yeah. A lot more screen time. A lot more screen time. But um, the whole plot was built around well, Vigo's thing. And yeah. I mean, I guess the other one was too because of the gatekeeper. And I think it was the possessing. You stare at the painting or whatnot. Yeah. And then, that was, yeah. and then he possesses you. That shit's fucking... Like Ray. Right. Yeah. yeah. When yeah, yeah. he turned around... And he's around. looking in the eyes yeah. and... They were like, Ray, he turned around, they were like, fuck this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I rave you. The guy, there's a German guy that played him, and then Max von Sydow, famous for, you know, Seventh Seventh Seal, but also in in our generation, Judge Dredd, um, and Minority Report. Let's not try to be cinephiles here and try to list off like a list of movies from the 40s and 50s, God forbid, let's be real. You know what I mean? But he did the voice. They had a separate guy do the voice of Vigo. Really? Which I thought was kind of cool. So that means this German okay. actor was just like mouthing his just, words. <laughs> he just can't speak English, so they were like, and that. he wanted a baby. He just wanted that baby. No, the baby was like what brought him back to the world. He was going. He was going to be the baby. That's why he, he was wanted the baby. He was going to be the baby. And kind of like Chucky. And then the oh yeah, it is kind of like Chucky. Yeah. Then the crazy dude and Yovan Sigourney yeah. Weaver going to be the parents. Hey, how creepy was it when Yovan goes to Sigourney Weaver's pad and? uh Actually, no, it's not even... Is it her pad? Yeah, it is her. She goes, he goes to her house to check on her because there's been a blackout. Yeah. You know, because the Ghostbusters fucked up the, the power lines. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and his eyes light up. And he's like walking down the hallway. Wasn't that shit tight? Yeah. I forgot I think, all about that. I was that's, like... That's Peter's pad. Because that's where she's staying. She's no longer staying. Oh, yeah. You're right. See, and that's why we have you on the podcast. Because you remember all the facts. Because they're babysitting. Peter's pad was kind of cool. Yeah, I liked the the how the, the room. The room like, was like the sliding door and like the, it was like a glass a glass. And he's room like the, the typical atypical guy. Yeah. When he doesn't she wash cleans the, the rooms, yeah, he's like yeah. there's two different piles. There's dirty and there's can yeah, be worn. Hang the shirt outside <laughs> for twenty minutes and it's, it's no problem. That's what he sounds like. Uh, I love. I just love how they're all friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like I like the relationship between all of them, and I like how they generally do. Like Such each other's company. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There's no like falling out with any of them in either one of the movies. You're right. Yeah, there's no like, fuck you, you ruined yeah. it for everybody, right? Like even when the slime gets on them yeah, and they start the only, to fight. That's the only yeah. time that really But then they were like, oh shit, it's the slime. Yeah. Like, they sh- yeah. Like, they know that breaks it's not up, them. But even Winston's character, like the slime gets on him and like I, I watched this with subtitles. So he actually says, dear Ray. I almost knocked your head off. Like Winston says that to him. Like he genuinely was like, "You're my boy." Like I didn't, I don't want to hit you. Winston would have cleaned the fucking uh, bless <laughs> your shit. He yeah. would have cleaned his clock, man. That's already fucking Winston, man. He was the warden. So. I mean, yeah, I've, loved, was, I've loved him ever since the crow. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Even the crow came out after. So this. good, my god. So the warden was Oz too. So it came way out after. Ernie <laughs> Hudson's great, man. But yeah, just that I love that that friendship. I love that scene. I love the fact that, that the slime reacts to negative emotions, and I love. I like how they they try to turn this movie like a positive. Yeah, trend because it was during a lot of. I guess New York was having some issues. They were having too, some right? issues. You're absolutely right. They were social unrest. Yeah, and, you know, shit absolutely like civil unrest, and they wanted to bring positivity yeah. to New York. So, like Giuliani. Mm. He so, cleaned up the city, right? Bizarre. He got rid of all the ex-theaters and the prostitutes. And... Mm. So depending on who you talk to, that's <laughs> whether he was great or not. <laughs> so, 
This is better than it was in the 70s. Mm. Mm. <laughs> from, yeah, what, so, from what I've read, anyway. Yeah, so it was it was it was good. I liked it, and then um, you know, just the whole, you know, they're like, all right, and then they 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 started playing like the song for the movie was like, well, lifting me higher. I don't I don't know the actual name. Jackie of Robinson. I'm not sure. I'm Jackie not. Wilson. Probably yeah, not. Yeah. But Jackie Robinson, a baseball player. Yes. Yes. So it's Jackie Smokey Wilson. Robinson. There's Smokey Robinson. Lifting me higher. Yeah. So they decided to, uh, you know, Jackie they, Wilson. I was right. Jackie Wilson. Second time. Of course. Your love. Yeah. And then, like, you know, they first figured that out with the toaster dancing. Absolutely. And they were like, hey, check this out. Loves Jackie Wilson. You know, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. You know, just dancing. And then they're like, okay. So. They also figured out that Egon had sex with the ooze. He did have sex with the ooze. That's none of their goddamn business. None of their goddamn business. So. I don't remember asking you one goddamn thing. (laughs) Smack. Mm. There we go. See, you know what I'm saying? It's just upbeat. It's happy. It, it, you know, it gets the people going. And like you, you said, know, they find the symbol of hope, which is being the Statue of Liberty, like yes. to draw the city together. And so, this whole evil barrier got you know put over the city or the museum right. where right, they right, were. Right. The slime covers the and museum. They were like we need to do something big, and they're like, "What about that?" Just like Jimmy said, "There's a Statue of Liberty." So right. next thing you know, they got some ooze shooters. Yeah. Just Covering up with ooze, you know, and then I'm like, all right, hook up the electricity, hook up the speakers, a Nintendo controller. Yeah. They had the gamepad. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, boom. They hit it. Cheech Marin. Yep. He Cheech was Marin. Now, he was, uh, he he's was like the, the big, yeah, the dog. Yeah, the first, first they see the Titanic coming. Yeah. Like, how, how did these other ghosts get out of here? Titanic was the first one. Was it? Yeah. No. You sure? That was the second one. It's with Cheech Marin and the Duck because they called yeah. him like, hey, uh, I got a, um, the Titanic just arrived. <laughs> I thought that was the first one. Second. No, because what happens in this one, whereas the, all the ghosts that they captured get out in the first one, yeah. in the second one, the slime essentially revitalizes all these got other it. ghosts and starts pulling oh, right. them yeah. Right. Got it. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because Cheech Marin sees a Titanic and he's like, he's like, huh? Yeah. But then he sees a Statue of Liberty coming across the bed and he's she, like, oh. she's just walking by. They do yeah. another one, yeah. With some Jack Wilson. And that looked good. I thought that still looked good. Yeah. Especially when it's walking down the streets. Yeah. I'm sure it was the same kind of technique they did for the State Puff Mark film. Yeah. But it looked great. It was good. And it was just happy. Like, it was... Like you said, I can understand why you said you enjoyed the second one. Yeah. Ron Jeremy was there. Probably because I also had memories of seeing it in the... He is. Ron Jeremy is. He's actually in Ghostbusters 2. He's one of the crowd people. No way. I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you're on the podcast. I'm going to have to rewatch this. Me too. Like, there he is, got him. Him and his mouth. Not an attractive man, but a hawk of a man. And then he, uh. Ron Jeremy shows up and saves the day. Slaps Vigo in the face with his big ass pepperoni. But yeah, he's just in the. Yeah. He's in the crowd scene. I think I like this more because I, I do have the memories of watching it in theaters as a kid. Yeah. So I just have that more of a nostalgic pull. But, but the first one I do recognize is just being like the better film because I think overall... It was a better movie. Yeah, it was just constructed better. The I think it was, was written better. It was catered to a younger audience. It was. Because I think it was after the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the cartoon. second movie is always the, okay, well, let's just do what the, the audience wants. Right. And what I think worked. I've read that Bill Murray was very hesitant about the second film. 
Because of the first one was just because of, like you said, like the, the change of this deal and all that stuff. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think he wanted to be a part of a franchise. I don't think he wanted no. to be mm-hmm. part of something that was like just because even with 2016's like reboot or whatever. I heard that he didn't even want really to be in that one. But no, and he was partially, the, I mean, he was mainly the reason why they never did the third one. Because yeah. they could just never get around to doing a script that he liked, and him and yeah, Dan Eckwood, right. whatever, butted heads, you know, and they just kept talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. And then Harold Ramis dies, and then you're like, well. There, there goes that, yeah. And everybody was so pissed when they remade that movie. When they did that reboot with the, yeah. with, the, with, the with the women. I mean, these people were frothing at the mouth. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. I didn't hate it. It was it fine. Was, yeah. It was harmless. It, it was. It was. It was right. like, good for what it was, and it doesn't. It doesn't destroy these these other yeah. ones. And you don't go into it. It's like they. There were. It wasn't going to be a remake of the mm-hmm. first one. Yeah. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's its own movie. We. Yeah. We talked about this. Um, me and Nick did when we saw Happy Time Murders. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Melissa. Like, I think she just overacts everything she does when Most, she tries Melissa to be. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, when Miss, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, when she like when she tries to be funny, I feel like she just overacts. You think she's kind of reaching for it? Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. And so I, I didn't like her specifically, right. but the best part of this movie probably was Chris Hemsworth. Like, because outside of that element of just being funny, like there's being some the good jokes in it. People like, didn't know how funny <laughs> yeah. he actually could be. Yeah, because yeah. he's that. That was his first like comedic role. Yeah, so he got to just be funny. He popped up in that um, that summer vacation remake too. The uh, yeah, the, yeah. the Griswold remake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, it's actually, yeah, yeah. it's not even a remake. It's just more of a continuation. Yeah, it's the same characters. Oh, it is. You're right. It's just yeah. kind of a. It's sort of like a. It's, it's sort the of a son reboot, story. Yeah, because it's like the it's the the son of mm-hmm. the Gris. You know, whatever. Yeah, and they pop. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. It was right. fun. Yeah. But, but, yeah, he was funny. But I don't know, Kate McKinnon and Kristen Wiig crushed that movie. Yeah. I mean, Kate McKinnon yeah, had some like of the best scenes in that, that yeah. Ghostbusters remake, you know, because she was just, she was kind of like the Egon, but she was just really weird. Yeah. And she and was extra weird. She, she actually kind of looked like Egon from the cartoon. Yeah, forgive yeah. me. The other lady, um, Leslie. Yeah, Leslie. Um, I thought she was funny too, just yeah. some of like, Jones. Some of her, some of her reactions to like scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she would, she would, she reacted how we would react to things. So you need a character like, like that in these kind of movies. <laughs> you need, you need. She reacted like we would react to things. Oh, we. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, you mean yeah. the, you mean the dead. You didn't catch that. <laughs> but you need a character like a Winston. Yeah. Because you need, you need someone to be an outsider to it, to us. so that the audience yeah, can see. Us, like, all right, so we're not the only ones who think right. that this shit's fucking nuts. Exactly. So they're like, nah, we're not doing that. Like, they're in the car. There's a great scene in the first one that could be taken out of any other film. And if you just read the dialogue or heard it, you wouldn't even know it's Ghostbusters, where Ernie Hudson and Ray... And they're quoting the Bible. They're quoting the Bible. Yeah. They're talking about the end of the world. And Ernie Hudson's kind of spitting some some, yeah. some gospel to him. You know what I mean? He's like, There's that moment when they're in the car driving... And you're like, wow, you're. This is a legitimate, like, heartfelt scene where you're like, mm-hmm. you can take this and put it into any other movie, and it would work. Yeah, you know. And like, then for that, and it gets too real for them because they're like, yeah. oh, some tunes, and then they cut on the yeah, right <laughs> yeah, and then pan out shot it's on the perfect. bridge. It's Boom. perfect. Yeah. Man. It's perfect, man. It's a gem. I like the original concept for what the third film was supposed to be. What was that? Um, in like that the, the the guys were. Old, like, Old. Ray had knee problems, all those yeah. things. Like, expendable But it was style. supposed to be a female Ghostbusters, but 
they were their proteges. Were they going to kind of do it like the Extreme Ghostbusters? Remember that cartoon, Extreme mm-hmm. Ghostbusters? Oh. Yeah, it was kind of supposed to be a, yeah, yeah, because they had like a Hispanic guy, a black guy, a girl, and a guy in a wheelchair. Oh shit! And they were the Extreme Ghostbusters, and it's like nineties. Yeah, probably okay. early nineties, but they were the proteges to the real Ghostbusters. And like oh, Eon shit. was there, like yeah. running the show. Yeah, this one was supposed shot. to be That's so cool. It was yeah. supposed to be an all-girl Ghostbusters, but yeah, they were the proteges. Yeah. At one time, like um, Anna Faris was slated for it. Elisha Desku, like oh, some I of those Anna Faris. In this. Um, some of some of those girls are really into comedy because it was. So Shortly after her scary movie days, where she was doing more of that, that funny stuff, and they were they were spinning around forever. I'm like, that would have been great too, even to kickstart it. But well, I do have a, a casting call and a, and a reboot idea. But before I go into that, I got to ask you guys what your favorite scenes are from either movie. Then we're gonna rate the movie, mm. and then we gotta read Kelly's email. All or right. should we read Kelly's so, email now? Yeah, do the yeah yeah do the email and then we'll do the because okay. we can think about our scene because yeah. I'll be honest I didn't watch these before I came over here but I've seen them so much that they're I got you they're in my head I got you um so again we got to give you we apparently have to give you shit because you didn't tell her that we're yes. Ghostbusters and you're allowed to bring her over to the garage sometime and we can do the full four something I mean the have the four of us over put her in the corner she just watches. I like it when they watch. Uh, but seriously, um, <clears throat> she says two isn't better than one, obviously. But parts one liked about two. Oh, hang on a second. Let me reread that. Thoughts. Two isn't better than one, obviously. But parts I liked about two. Peter McNichols is a genius character actor. Character actor. I seriously liked him in everything from Dragon Slayer to Adam McBeal to Numbers. Uh, he's, who, do we know who Peter McNichols? He is the um, he's he's the, is he the Vigo Worshiper guy. Vigo Worshiper guy, and the art art yeah. guy. Oh, right, right, right. He's yeah. he's, he's, he's what she said, Ali McBeal. He's Yovan. He's Yovan. He's Yovan. Yeah, mm-hmm. great character actor. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, and she says the music is fantastic. Really killer soundtrack. Okay, so this is the movie where they Any go. Album? Well, I guess this. Well, we Bobby have Brown to get it on. We got, we got, we got. We got, yeah. we got, we got, we yeah. got. That was the shit. Hell, <laughs> God. I bumped that motherfucker tonight. Of course you did. Going home. Of course you did. Wasn't there um, a singer who did a guest role in this movie? Hell the, no, there wasn't. The guy anyway. who was asking about the um, proton packs for his kid. I don't know, maybe. Do you remember? I gotta go back to it. She says, Rick Moranis is a damn genius. Yes, he is. Did you know he gave up Hollywood to focus on raising his kids after his wife died of cancer? Yes, I did know that, Kelly, but thanks for... Uh, we did know that, that Yeah, His like, final film was like Brother Bear. Very true, very true. There's, actually, he came out of retirement to do Porsche. Brother Bear. And then he, did, he was just doing some voice acting stuff. Then he did um, like some things with him and Dave like for a few like, like mini stuff. Oh, probably. Like the like Stranger Blue suit. Yeah, 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 probably. That kind of stuff. <clears throat> but that's why he disappeared. And then she said, then she said, Sigourney Weaver would never be able to afford that apartment on an orchestra cello player's salary or as an art restoration person. <clears throat> and but what qualifies her... for her divorce. Well, that's a good point. Maybe yeah. she did. But she also adds in here, what qualifies her to do that job anyway? To clean, I guess, art. Good and so for that. What the qualifies way, here's Diana what I would say, Kelly. It was the 80s... <laughs> And I feel like you could get a job doing anything in the 80s. That's just my my own thing. And she says, I'm sure there's more, but that's all I have off the top of my head. Kelly, a.k.a. Fangirl. Well, Kelly, thanks for the email. Seriously, that's awesome. The more emails we get, the more we feel like, we, like we're doing something that people actually like to hear. 
such as this podcast. So thank you. And kids listening, please email us at comicconspodcast.gmail.com if you have any thoughts about this as well. But back to these two movies. It was Bobby Brown. That's what I said. It's the doorman. Are you jacking this up, man? You're jacking up my whole flow. You fact checking me? No. <laughs> you said no. I thought. <sighs> Favorite scenes? Favorite scenes from one. One, two, three. Speed round. Favorite scene from one has to be the ballroom scene like that. The whole, <laughs> their first go slime. I concur. Love that scene. My favorite scene was when they start going after Gozer, all fucking cocky and shit, and like Peter's just like, "This bitch is toast," and then they just get their asses handed to him. Oh, that is cool. That they're, is cool. The whole road like collapses, <laughs> and then she like back flips over him, and yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's terrifying in a way because then they realize they're ran- they run yeah. into something that they can't take. Right, like they but they're can't all together. Like, yeah. you kind of know at the end, like you know, no one's gonna die because they're all nah. together. You know what I mean? Huh. There is that safety in that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. What about two? Courtroom scene. Courtroom scene. All right. Those specific ghosts, like it's the Pinelli brothers when they disappear, and then the I gave them the chair. And right. All that stuff. I yeah. thought that was just really cool. Yeah, that was cool. And then Kelly goes to work as the lawyer. Which one oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, even though he knows mm-hmm. like yeah. mostly tax law. You know, yeah, that's all. Yeah. He's he's technically he's a lawyer, so yeah, that's all I need. I really like. I really like the end scene when they come in to to, to fuck Vigo up. Okay. Yeah, I really after do. they smashed the they uh, smashed through the positivity, the of yeah, because it was New Year's and he's yeah. gonna possess the baby. Yeah, and there's the folks outside are singing all lang sign, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, don't nobody know the words too. Hell no, you they don't. all out there saying you lying ass. You and if you do know it, I don't want to know you. Yeah, no, it's no. just one guy yeah. who knows it. Everybody else like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know the cadence. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Should we write these motherfuckers? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we have six beautiful readings on this show that we love to call Comic Cons. And we like to talk about the positivity because we like to be positive. Like, your love lifted me higher than I've ever been lifted before. We have Call to Work Good, Movie Theater Good, Catch It on Cable Good. Boop. We have Movie Theater Good. Boop. We have Call to, we have call to Work Good, Movie Theater Good, Home Video Good, Catch It on Cable Good, Sick with the Flu Good, and Solitary Confinement Good. Buddies. Friends, pals, Ghostbusters 1 and 2. What do you rate them, huh? Number one, Call Out of Work, and number two is Movie Theater Good. Wow, okay. Yeah, um. I'm not gonna call out of work for one. It was good, but then I'm not calling out of it. Selfie dog. <laughs> it's gonna be real. Yeah, you know, you know what this is about. Yeah. But yeah, I think two is movie theater good. It's a good popcorn flick. So one and two are movie theater good. I think they're both movie theater good. I agree. I think they're both movie theater good. I actually saw Ghostbusters 1 when it was re-released on its anniversary in 2014 with the wife in the theaters. Great experience. I don't think she'd even seen it before. Yeah, I know. But two, I would like to see that as well on the big screen. Movie theater good. I agree. Now, I do have a pitch for a Ghostbusters reboot for a casting call, okay? 
And uh, what's your error of your casting call? Like recent? Well, you know, it's kind of all over the map. It's kind of, uh, you know, like I said, when we do these kind of casting calls, we reach into the depths of time and space. People could be dead. They could be alive. They could be a cartoon character. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I actually went that far back. But I was thinking um, if they did one like now, Mm -hmm. like if they redid like a reboot like now, you know what I mean? Like a straight up reboot. Not like the one that we saw where it was kind of a, I guess that was a reboot as well, but, but like the same exact like character names. Got it. You know what I'm saying? So for Egon, I was thinking this would be kind of cool. Sterling K. Brown, you know? This Is Us. Oh, okay. Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. You know? And, uh, you know, for Egon. He, doesn't, he doesn't have to cry, but I, I, I think he'd play a great Egon. Side note, he's actually pretty good as a bad guy in The Predator. If you haven't seen The Predator yet, it's case on cable, but, okay. <laughs> but he's great in that. Okay. And then for Winston, I actually have uh, Sam Rockwell okay. as the outsider, the guy who kind of comes in like he's already kind of off his rocker a little bit, and he'll, yeah. he's just willing to do anything for kicks, you know what I'm saying, for extra money. Uh, like then for Vankman. Oh, shit. Damn. Go ahead. I fuck it. I fuck it. I fucking love Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, then for Venkman, as the sassy, sassy Venkman, I have Sarah Paulson. Okay. You know, she's working alongside these these nerdy guys, but she's not really, she's not really like them. You know what I'm saying? She's kind of just getting by with her psychology degree. Okay. You know what I'm then we have Michael Pena stepping in as Ray. I love him too. Okay. I can rock with that. Okay. Damn. And then for Luis, good old Rick Moranis, his character, I have Fred Armisen. From Portlandia? Yeah, okay. Portlandia. SNL. Come on, wait, seriously? No, no names. Damn, motherfuckers. And then for the director, the director of my choice, to helm the new Ghostbusters movie, he's going to come out of whatever studsy retirement he wants to call it, Mr. John Carpenter himself. Okay. And just think, putting a, a big sort of little China kind of spin on this. I was going to say that would really saying? give more of that kind mm-hmm. of feel to it. I, I give it, it. I, like I it. give it to James Gunn. Oh, I, I like that. He would be, I think he would do Ghostbusters. I like Genesis. that. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Awesome. I would see that movie, especially if it was, you know, directed by James Gunn. I like the idea of changing the gender roles of the Ghostbusters a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't want to change those characters. I like the character traits of those characters. Right. I don't know. But I don't know, maybe maybe doing a reboot, you would just have to wipe the whole thing clean and just start new. I don't know. But I would yeah. like to do it just how they did it, where it's like not exactly horror, yeah, but it's like a mix. It's like a, almost like a fantasy sci-fi. And I would love to see them go into the other dimension. like Into the ghost yeah. dimension. Right. Like, like, cool. like, like, like maybe a little girl or a little boy gets taken by one of the ghosts into the other dimension. <coughs> they gotta you know, go they in. They gotta line. go in. Yeah. Right. Because maybe somebody's doing a tour of the Ghostbusters house, you know, like, oh, they're famous and... They're doing a tour and oh, don't go down there. And then the little girl goes in there because she's not supposed to go in there. And they have Smash. to go after it. Exactly. Yep. You know? And the slime is like, bro, you might want to go. Right. You might want to go get these kids. That'd be great. Slime comes out yeah, and tells him. Like, bro. Right. Yeah. Because he don't want no parts of it. No. He, he enjoys being out. Right. He just wants to eat. Yeah. You know? He's, he's, not, he's not there to hurt yeah. people. You know? So, yes. Yeah, yeah, slime will snatch ghosts. Exactly. And then slime will probably goes in after him. 
Yeah. After telling them, After, and absolutely. then gets trapped with absolutely. said kids. Yeah. Because Slimer do love the kids. Right. He loves the kids. Love the kids. Unlike James. Nah, fuck the kids. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you signed the waiver. You it's signed on you, lady. the waiver. Sorry. Oh man. You guys got any ideas for a reboot? Um, I have a '90s casting. You got a '90s casting? I do, and it's a little bit grittier Ooh. because Tarantino was my director. Tarantino. Yeah. Or or Joel Cohen. Like I, I okay have, like, okay. Give me your give me your so, so your guys. but um, Bankman would be Bruce Willis. Oh. Um, Stan's Ray would be Mel Gibson because I feel like, and oh. everything like when you look at Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, both them can be really action guys mm-hmm. but they also have the comedic timing absolutely. to be able to pull that absolutely. off absolutely okay um, I had Kevin Klein as Egon I like that um, Denzel Washington of course as Winston as like the outsider guy because of he course him, uh, well I mean like he's, in the sense of he's smooth though he, why, 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 he, why, why I gotta be Denzel I, th- I thought I thought I thought um, Hudson was um, pretty smooth too. Like when he comes in, he's like the outsider guy. Right there. Nah, he, nah, he just didn't get no fucks. He just wanted a job. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, I just picked Denzel because I like Denzel. But no, he, like, he was I'm big. Like, I'm he just giving him that time. time. Yeah. Um, Dana, I put Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I love. Yeah. Michelle um, now I would fight the hell out of that. Have been my baby. Lou, mm. <laughs> Lou, um, mm. Louis Tully. There you go. Janine, I went younger. So Janine, I'll throw out Janine first. I would, I would, I would did Winona Ryder. So like a younger. Oh, like, it's secretary. Janine's the secretary, right? Yeah. Yes. So Winona Ryder. Um, for Lewis, because of being more gritty, I would have actually done a, either Leo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt younger, like Twelve oh, Monkeys, Brad Pitt okay. being possessed, like to even kind of like throw oh, that yeah. off the rocker. Walter Peck, um, just the ultimate bad guy, Gary Oldman. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. And then Gozer, I just put Sharon Stone because I feel like she could just been like that real mean. <laughs> she do like, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that cast. I fucking love that cast. That would have been a good movie. I'm a nineties, a nineties, like almost like you know what I like about that. I I like to envision that as like the movie that replaces the one we know. Like in, a, in like in a parallel universe, right? We, yeah, we all go into uh, Earth Two, Earth Two, Earth Two. That's the one that got made. Like holy shit, that's the nineties one that got made. Because yeah, I kept thinking of like main actresses in the nineties. Yeah, sure. Who could pull that more? Like yeah, just really angry kind of chick off too. And I thought Sharon Stone could pull that very well off of like Ghost. Here I was trying to do like a modern reimagining, you mm. know, where I was no. painting the cast with a rainbow of no. versatility. He just got fr- no, he just did he fucking threw that shit. Like, he said, "Here's the throwback, motherfucker." Boom. But like I said, and if you chose Tarantino or Cohen, you'd have two different types of films. You, saw, you know, you know, you know, the Cohens would destroy would destroy it. Yeah, we'd, be, we'd do a great job. I mean, Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like they would be able to. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you look at their trajectory, they could do the seriousness with absolutely. the humor. How um, do you go? No other director can make a movie like Fargo, and then Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, you know, like that 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 transition is insane. You know what I'm saying? So that's great. I fucking love that casting. <laughs> you got oh, it. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> do you think this movie would have been? Better with with Eddie Murphy in it because he was supposed to play Winston. He was supposed to have a larger role. Yeah, and nah, he, he, so. he was going to be funny and not no. not in that time period. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like every, he would I feel like he would have stolen the show. Well, and exactly, he, and it would have just been all about him. That's what I'm saying. I think his his ego. He was too yeah. big. He, yeah, shit. his personality was too big to be too big to be Winston because Winston just kind of shoehorned in there. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we need a black dude. 
So, See, I feel like I feel like Dana's character was probably the weakest link in these movies. Because I even had um, him originally. Yeah. I mean, she is necessary. You're right, but but, but I think that's she's annoying because she's so necessary. Like, mm, why is Irish. she like the central? You know, the link. Like she's all, the iris in my opinion. Yeah. Like all the ghosts are like flocking to her. Like they don't even give her a proton proton pack in the second one. Like they don't. She doesn't okay. do anything cool. <laughs> no. Instead, the only thing she does. Because you let these people steal your baby. She ain't gonna take my proton pack too. Fuck uh, that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's a nuclear accelerator. And she didn't go out on that ledge fast enough to catch that baby. Uh-huh. She watched that spirit come over. That sp- creepy Yovan in the in the in the in the. In the Wizard of the Oz get up, mm-hmm. you know? What do you mean, Wizard of Oz get up? Yeah, he had the whole wicked witch thing yeah, going on. But when he's got that carriage, he's like an old English he maid. Like. He didn't look like the, the wicked witch of the West in that, in that get up. It, it, it reminds you slightly yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, we must have grown it, up on different Wizards in, of Oz. In the bike thing. But I'm talking when he has the carriage, like he's like an old English maid. The way he's like, I know he looked like an old English maid, but he kind of had like a wicked witch vibe going on. He's His eyes creepy. went up and just creepy, you know. Anyway, well, that's all I had. I know we were all over the place on these movies, no. but, but I don't. I, don't, I never like doing scenes for scenes. Expressing our fandom of right. the Ghostbusters universe, right? Like you know, there was a lot of good, some bad. But overall, I think they've done pretty well with just about everything other than the seventies show. Absolutely, yeah. So I haven't even watched that seventies show. I'm gonna try. I mean, when I've I seen try, the seventies show. Not that seventies, right? I've seen that. <laughs> we, said, we said this seventies, right? But I haven't yeah. seen that incarnation of yeah. said, you know, I'm Ghostbusters. Sure what did they have to call the other cartoon the real because they didn't have the yes, rights? Correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they had to be the real guy. What was the story with the theme? The theme the, what was the story with the theme song? How it was like stolen from what's his name? Who, Ray Parker? Yeah. Didn't Ray. he steal it from. Um, you got the. T- no. Uh, it's the power of love. Huey Lewis? Yeah, didn't he steal it from Huey Lewis and the News? No. No, he made. He got contracted to make this song and he had a very short around. He had a very short turnaround to have to put the song together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he just busted his ass and was, you know, just trying to figure something out and then ended up coming up with, you know, Ghostbusters song. And it's one of those things where, like, it just kind of happened accidentally and it became bigger than a song. Like, that song's played everywhere. Like, when you texted me the other day to remind me of the show... Ghostbusters had just went off in the store that I was sitting in. Wow. Like, I was like, holy shit. You it's everywhere. The, you remember the skate rink? Like, oh, yeah. They night. say, when they say Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, you have to turn, turn around. around. Yeah, you better skate way. reverse. Yeah. I don't remember any of that shit because I never went to no skating hmm. rink. You didn't go to, like, the school skate park? No. You didn't go to skate lane? Hell no. When they used to play, uh, who else they played? Jump around. Yeah. <laughs> and a limbo <laughs> joint. But yeah, but Ghostbusters, that song is legendary. Like, it's iconic. It's forever. So it'll never die. And Ray Parker and his family will always make money off of that, that song. But yeah, it, it just kind of happened. Oh, that's what it is. Ray Parker Jr. suing Huey Lewis over Ghostbusters comment. This was in 2001. A lawsuit filed Thursday claimed singers behind music comments broke earlier suits confidentiality agreement. He's suing Huey Lewis because he made comments about the song. I guess 1984 hit the Ghostbusters. 
What? I don't even understand. Quotes Lewis saying on the behind the music saying the offensive part was not so much that Ray Parker Jr. had ripped this song off. It was kind of symbolic of an industry that wants something. So I guess Huey Lewis tried to sue Ray Parker mm-hmm. for ripping the song off. Lost. And I guess his son tried to like counter sue him whatever, yeah. for just slander or whatever about the song. It's weird. Great. I don't even know what song he did. It's I guess it's close to maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. It may have never been released or anything. Or one of the less. It friends. sounds kind of like a Huey Lewis in the new yeah, song. Yeah, I mean, he's got know. horns and shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that makes it. It just makes it. It Huey makes Lewis. it his. You know? They got horns. Wow. Well, I guess it could be worse. You know, my nose could be gushing blood. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Your nose what's could be gushing what's blood. What's that got to I'm do sorry. with anything? Ah! No? Anybody? No. 1992? Batman Returns reference? Anybody? Fuck. Did you say 1982? 1992. Something said 1982. Damn, man. I don't know. I know it's 1992. Mm. That's what I was going on. God. Calling quits. <laughs> Nobody listens to this podcast. Anyway. No, look, guys, look. If we said anything on this show that caused any offense, please don't take it seriously. Remember that it's just fiction. Please rate and review us on the iTunes. Help us out. Uh, you know, go to Stitcher, go to Spotify. You can catch us anywhere. But rate and review us. Send us some love at ComicConPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Kelly, again for the email. And thank you, Jimmy and James, for coming on the show, for just coming over here and hanging out with me, you know, your buddy, and just talking some shit out, you know? Just being the original Ghostbusters. Just being the original Ghostbusters. Just grown men, just talking about shit that they love, you know? I love it. And I love you guys. No, I love you, man. Yeah, love you too. Thanks, man. Like I said, maybe, maybe just a little bit. Yeah. Thanks, guys.